Hey, people! How it go and what it do and all like that. Hope you're enjoying our summer. We're enjoying ours. We went to a fair yesterday, which is one of my favorite things to do. I love to just walk around and people watch and eat, basically. Um, and try to entice Todd into doing rides, because I don't do rides. I have this thing about carnivals, you know, the ones they just kind of put up out of nowhere. I call them death trap carnivals, which is obviously, you know, an obvious name, but I think anything that you can put up in about half an hour probably shouldn't be ridden by anyone over like 98 pounds. So it might just be, you know, some sort of body conscious thing, but I just feel like, you know, even at established amusement parks, someone dies like once a summer, and those are bolted to the ground. So I don't trust death trap carnivals. But I do like to eat. So I always go to fairs in search of my favorite thing is fried dough. Do you know what fried dough is? Because they don't know what fried dough is here. I grew up in New England and lived there most of my life. And now we live in New Jersey. And they have zeppelins and funnel cakes out the ass. But they don't have any fried dough. It's infuriating. So... We went to a local one, and it, they had all the usual stuff they usually have, cotton candy, blah, 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 blah. But they had something they were calling Saint Somebody Another's Pizza. It was a Catholic fair. And whatever Saint Pizza it is, it's basically fried dough. It's um, pizza dough, deep fried with marinara sauce and sprinkled cheese on the top. It's delicious. It's not huge. It's like sort of a personal size thing about the size of a dinner plate, I guess. Um, you know, it's $2. It is so good. So that made my little day yesterday. Like, finally, someplace has fried dough in New Jersey, even if they're calling it something else. So that was a wonderful experience. Um, but I'm starting to think that some people must just get completely bored in the middle of the summer because I have been getting the world's most random emails from people that I haven't heard from in 8 million years. And this usually, I must say, only happens during the dead of summer and around the holidays. Um, just completely, like out of the woodwork, out of the ooze, where the hell did you come from type emails. And one is from this guy I was seeing for a while named Jeff. I think I can safely say his name because there must be, what, millions of Jeffs in the world. So, if you're Jeff, if you're listening, you're pretty anonymous here. But, um, you know, he's married and everything. And he was married when we were seeing each other. And I was actually seeing him before I was seeing Porter. But, he, you know, there's married and then there's married. He was the kind of married guy that basically probably never should have gotten married. You know, I don't want to put all his business out in the street or anything, but he was into a lot of things that he probably should have either stayed single or gone into an open marriage. But why do these guys marry women who don't even like to have sex? Never mind kinky sex. I mean, I've I've been with a lot of married men in my time, and it seems like they always marry the most frigid person they can find when they're into kinky stuff. It's like, did you ever think you were going to have sex with these people? But anyway, that's my little soapbox. Don't marry. If you're a freak, 
don't marry someone that thinks that I don't know French kissing is wild and adventurous but anyway I stopped seeing him god five years ago and you know on pretty good terms I thought basically he kept canceling on me all the time and then I met Porter and just like alright well whatever best of luck and he for a while was emailing me every month hey change your mind yet hey what's going on there and then it became sort of a quarterly thing he must have had it marked on a calendar somewhere like oh it's time for my quarterly email to Tina but um, I just heard from him again after probably like six months because the last time he emailed me I kind of said hey I am married I don't live in Connecticut anymore stop emailing me I think my problem is I'm way too polite so whenever this happens and it happens like I said pretty much on a pretty regular basis especially during the middle of the summer and around the holidays I'm always really polite like oh you know no thank you I'm in a relationship but have a nice holiday you know Merry Christmas and I think that because I don't you know brick over the head that don't email me anymore they don't they don't get it and I also must say it's really only the real lame fucks that do this I mean, any guy that I have been with that was like super awesome in bed, they don't tend to come back out, you know, completely out of the ooze and um, bother me years later. Because they have stuff to do. I don't know, it's just weird. It just seems to have a basic lack of dignity. And what exactly do they think is going to happen? You know, am I seriously just sitting around? four or five years later and they're going to email me am I just going to drop my panties and bend over like what do they expect to happen does that ever happen with anyone do they I, I don't know I've been told that I expect way too much out of people and perhaps that's true but um I don't know it's just goofy to me I think we probably need to start some sort of um home for wayward dick you know um is just gonna run around and get into trouble and bother people so I think we need to just have some sort of home or at least an online database someplace that they can be collected and studied and um, maybe even evaluated tested find out a why you know they're so wayward and then just kinda house them so we can identify them you know how I mean not to not to put men in the same category as dogs because these aren't bad people these are usually you know everyday people they're just kind of annoying but um yeah maybe we could just put some sort of chip behind their ear or something so that when a woman meets somebody for the first time that they met online they can just sort of wave their little um you know identifier bb thing and oh how how are you doing oh you work as an accountant that's cool and kind of sneak the thing behind their ear and go oh wow i'm sorry this isn't going to work you've been tagged yeah you know you're not supposed to go out of the house and try to date a real woman i'm sorry i know am i mean i've been told that i mean i usually say that you know men that are that aren't good in bed should devote themselves to good deeds you know Greenpeace 
saving the whales, that whole thing, but definitely shouldn't try to actually have sex with anyone. And Todd says I'm mean. Do you think I'm mean? I just, you know, I, before I was married and before I got into uh, swing parties, I had a lot of really bad sex. A lot of really bad sex. And I think it just kind of made me, I wish there was some sort of agency that could have helped me. You know, just, I've always wanted a clearinghouse, actually. And if you guys are out there and you have, you know, you're like venture capitalists or something, you should really go after this. I think that, okay, let's say you meet someone, even on, not not just for sex even, but even like on like Match.com, eHarmony, anything. And before you meet in person, you just want to make sure that he is what he says he is online. I thought it would be great if there was just some sort of like warehouse or something that the person went to. And this would be both male and female. Um, go there and just have a person look at them and say, you know, look at their license, confirm that they're the person that they say they are, you know, check height, check weight, eye color, you know, basically just do a whole background check. Like if they say that there are policemen, you know, show me a check stub, show me your badge or something. You know, if she says that she's a double D, you know, let me see, let's measure, you know, just so you know exactly what you're getting into before you get into it. Isn't that, isn't that a good idea? They wouldn't even have to charge that much, really, because so many people would be interested in the service that, you know, you could easily make your money back. So if you're looking for something to invest in, you can have that. That is my idea. Have it go forth and do good for the internet community. And if you're out there and you're bored and you're lonely, please, men and women, don't email someone out of the clear blue sky. It's just offensive. Oh, I mean, actually, you know what's sad? <laughs> uh, I think women could probably get away with it a lot better. Like, I think um, if you, you know, hooked up with some guy six years ago, and then you emailed him out of the clear blue sky, I think he'd probably be like, oh, wow, cool. Yeah, come on over. But for a woman, it's just, I don't know, for me personally, um, it's just sort of offensive. So at any rate, enjoy your summers without bothering people.